going on, everyone, and welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And I am also a little stuffy. We're, <laughs> we're coming to you this week a little bit under the weather, so this may be a shorter episode, but we're going to do our best to power through. But nonetheless, we're here to chit-chat all things Disney. We have two really great topics for you this week. We're excited to kind of get into them. But first, Brett, how are you feeling? I am feeling good. Just a little sore. Um, we have officially started our like gym going. So me and Autumn are two days into our official gym adventure. Pumping the um, iron. Pumping the iron. So, And then tomorrow we have spin class. So we're all out here. Hashtag fitness. <laughs> so, <laughs> hashtag Disney fit family here. <laughs> yeah. So no, other than that, though doing good gross weather here i think you mentioned it too kind of gross by you so just trying to get through this week um but yeah doing well how are you yeah other than feeling very stuffy almost like a head cold kind of got a headache going on um other than that though feeling good i've also been working out feeling good uh weather's crappy but keep trying to keep the mood up right trying to keep that that mood going and one way we do that we get together every Tuesday and we talk some Disney World chit chat. So let's jump into it. Yeah, and like Ryan said, it's probably gonna be a shorter episode. We have just some two topics here, um, and they're not too deep of topics, but enough to cover um, some good conversation. Hopefully, pull some other questions from that. Uh, but to make up for this shorter episode next week, please check out our Instagram, um, which is a dose of magic podcast on Instagram. Uh, and we're going to be asking for some guests. We're going to have a guest next week, I think. Uh, and then we're going to – but we want to put that out to you all, all of our listeners. So if you want to be a guest, peep our Instagram this upcoming weekend and next week for more information. Exactly. We had promised that earlier a couple weeks ago and never delivered on it. And now we are. So we feel like <laughs> next week is going to be a perfect time to have a guest on. Uh, there are some – People who are very interactive with us on our Instagram account that I feel would make good guest candidates, you know, getting their chance to shine on here. Uh, But if you are also interested, maybe you're just a passive listener and you don't interact too much, and that's totally okay. We love the support nonetheless. You could be too. So just feel free to reach out as well. But look out. I'll be making an announcement about it on Instagram, and we'll try to get some, some possible candidates going. Yeah, and just remember, you don't have to be a perfect speaker. Ryan and I can see each other through uh, the software that we use, but if you don't feel comfortable with that, we can always do just audio. Um, so please don't let any kind of thing kind of be a, a barrier for you. We will work with you if you truly want to do be a guest. Uh, we have the opportunities to have guests, so we definitely want to have them. Um, so just let us know what you're feeling, and we will great happily point. work with you. So great, great point. And you don't need a uh, state of the art microphone or nothing no. like that. You know, we have we a- got thirty bucks on Amazon right here, <laughs> and it works, and it's been working. So and even if you don't have that, you can use you know headphones or, headphones, or something just with a, with a standard mic. And we have an excellent, excellent audio engineer that we we pay handsomely. His name is Brett, and. He is also a co-host on the show. Not sure if you guys have heard of him. He's waiting for the paycheck. He does a really (laughs) nice job with the audio, so he will definitely be able to uh, help us out. So don't let anything hold you back. If you want to come chit-chat with Disney with us, look out for that next week. Yeah, totally. But let's jump into – actually, it's more of some news and I guess kind of also your feelings uh, of a bigger situation kind of happening in Disney 
Um, we've kind of talked about them expanding and trying new things and if they would expand to new parks, how would it feel? Um, and they're kind of not necessarily doing that, but they are expanding another area within their like realm of opportunities. Um, as many know, they have Golden Oaks, which is a housing development right by Disney World, kind of aimed towards the higher um, income For bracket. Sure. Uh, of million Disney dollar fans. houses. Yeah, million dollar, like 1.5, I think is the average. So, um, but they did just release the news that they are going to be building a developmental community, I guess it would be the, the word for it, um, in California. And they're going to be kind of going with that same feel of Golden Oaks, but just, I think, a little more affordable. Um, I think with Ryan, affordable I, I, with an asterisk. I don't think, that yeah, right. <laughs> pricing yet, but I think that. It won't be, you know, one point eight million, perhaps, right. to, to initially buy into that neighborhood. But nonetheless, I have some facts, so let me read yeah, hit, some hit of the me. article, and then we can kind of chit chat about it. So, these neighborhoods that Disney wants to build—they're starting in California, but they're eyeing up other locations around the country. And it's called the neighborhood is called Story Living by Disney. Okay, and I, I feel like—and correct me if I'm wrong—I feel like we have talked about a similar concept in previous episodes in, on one of our Dose of Everythings where we're just kind of coming up with a cool concept because Lord knows we've came up with the coolest concepts of all time and they keep listening. Somebody at Disney's listening to us. <laughs> but nonetheless, they basically are coming out with these communities which are going to be master planned by Disney Imagineers which run out of the gate. One out of the gate is very, very cool. Because those are the people, as you know, who you know design all of their theme parks and, and their rides and their resorts. So just imagine living in a space that is designed with their minds behind it, right? So that is very cool. Disney employees will also operate all of the community associations and the clubhouses and, and everything that's within these communities. So that alone, you know you're getting great service. So right, I'll stop right there for a minute, Brett. What do you think of those two two things, the Imagineers designing it and the Disney employees working it? So it's actually like funny. So like when I hear that the Disney Imagineers are designing it, it's not that that's a bad thing. I just wonder how much like they actually have to like tone back their thought process. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like when you want – a theme park or a ride or a land, you want it to be so immersive that people forget that they're in like the real world. Um, but I guess in a living community, you want it to be to the point where like it's a comfortable state of living, not necessarily like an escape of living. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? Point. I don't know if that like, it, no, it definitely does. And that's an interesting point. It's like, do you want to permanently live somewhere that is potentially a fantasy type of area? Right? Are they going to go with these crazy out of the box ideas of like this you know, gives me like Truman Show vibes, <laughs> where it's like, like a not going to lie, like, community? Yeah, yeah. That is funny. Or are they going to like you said? Are they going to try to design something that feels more comfortable and less like a fictional place? I don't know. <laughs> Truman Show. That's, that's like funny, like uh, like they've. I'm this is the Truman Show because like they've done small things in the park that they're not going to implement into this like community. Like they fake a sunset on the savannah. Watch, it's going to be like two p.m. 
in California, <laughs> and they're gonna a fake a sunset in, in, the in this community, and they're gonna go. To, people are gonna be asleep by four p.m. because they think it's <laughs> night. They're living then, in a dome, and it's just yeah. climate controlled, and the sun is fake. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, actually really funny. I'll share some more about. here. The communities will feature different clubs that residents can join, and. They can participate in different entertainment activities, wellness activities, and seminars. Um, I don't know what kind of seminar you're getting, but probably maybe. Wild. It's probably like how to build an animatronic. <laughs> Just has nothing to do with like healthy living. It's like they're grooming people to be Disney employees <laughs> and Imagineers. The daycare is just kids learning how to build robots, animatronic <laughs> robots. That's funny. So the first neighborhood is going to be 618 acres called Cotino, C-O-T-I-N-O. And it's as you mentioned, it's going to be built in California. Um, so right out of the gate, when they're saying it's being built in California, I'm thinking expensive, okay? Yeah. And then you slap Disney on it, I'm thinking expensive. <laughs> so while we are guessing that it's not going to be Golden Oak expensive to just buy a property here i would also guess that it's going to be in the high hundreds of thousands if i had to do you think this is just their west coast golden oaks maybe maybe with like more thought process behind it right more like immersive experiences for the residents yeah uh here's some more disney plans to build residential houses including a neighborhood dedicated for those 55 and up and a mixed use Mixed-use district that includes shopping, dining, and beachfront hotel and park, as well as a 24-acre Grand Oasis Lagoon. Huh? So like Disney Springs? (laughs) So there's going to be Disney Springs in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Additional community locations are under exploration for further development, meaning that they'll look for other locations. very, very interesting here. Just that they I, that they really want to do this. I almost feel like that they would have like a better like view of success if they did this like starting in like Texas, mm. like Why away Texas? from. Well, I'm just saying, like a place that's like away from any Disney park, like doesn't have like necessarily like that Disney like. Connection like, to it. Connection, like, right next door. Like, I feel like they're going to place this probably, like, four miles away from Disneyland or something like that. You know, probably something like, super smart. Yeah. And, like, Golden Oaks is right there, too. So, like, I I wonder if, like, if they put it, like, in the middle of the country. If they're saying, like, we're exploring new areas. Right. Like, I feel like they should have started somewhere else in, like, Vermont or something. And, like, I see how that works. exactly where this because I feel like if they saw like where it works, like in places that don't have a Disney feel, yep, then they yeah, can totally so like expand. They are building their first development in Rancho Mirage, California, which is two hours away from Disneyland. Okay, so just to give you an ex, uh, like a reference of what Brett's talking about, they're building it pretty close to Disneyland. So. Would it be, to Brett's point, which is a great point, actually, wouldn't it be or make more sense to build a Disney away from Disney away from Disney? <laughs> right? Like, you want to be somebody who's in Texas, to Brett's point, 
who is like, oh, I love Disney. Wish I could be there all the time. And then they build a community for you so that you can have your Disney away from Disney. Yeah. That's a great point. And I wonder if they will kind of explore that and go through different market research to find other locations of, you know, where the, where the most desired is. Yeah. To build that. If, but would you, would now, you live there? I was just about to ask that same question. Um, I don't know. I think I'd want to see how much Disney there is in it. Yeah, like I want to see more. I want to because, like, like I like the included. fact that like we don't kind of live in a place, right? I I enjoy that we live in a place that isn't submerged by Disney or like because that way, like when we go to Disney, it's that much more like rewarding and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So like if I live somewhere where like Disney is like on my doorknob and like my mirror and like you know what I'm saying like or like yeah. my stop signs are like Mickey heads like I w- I don't know if I would actually enjoy that because I enjoy going there so much as a vacation that I don't know if I would enjoy living there. However, if it's just like hey like this place is owned by Disney, it's just a normal development with like streets and shops and like a lagoon and like a community housing like yeah i'm kind of more interested in it if it's not necessarily like shoving disney down your throat mm-hmm. i know that's probably their intention is to like dis- like disneyfy it and that's fine but that's just my like view on that and like they're I also think, appealing to uh it's kind of weird that they're appealing to the 55 and over so i feel yeah. like right now like your base market and, and that's probably the people who are going to have california house money yeah, but true I feel like you would almost want to like range it for the people who are like building a family in like that higher twenties to like mid forties kind of range where it's like, let's get all these new generations of people like involved at Disney. So then that way, like they continue the Disney tradition. So I don't know. I love it. That's a great analysis. And I definitely agree for pretty much all of it. I think I agree with you initially saying Disney is, Disney is the vacation spot, right? And as much as we love talking about Disney and we bleed Disney, we like to go there because it's an escape. So would it be overkill to have it, to have Mickey Mouse breathing down your neck when you wake up? I don't know. (laughs) That's somebody's question. At the the foot of your bed. (laughs) It's like, oh my God. You get You wake up. Goofy's just at your back door just staring in. (laughs) Oh, you're out of milk? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay. You get in your car to go to work. You close the door and you fix your rear view mirror and it's like Donald. He's like. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, get out of my car. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's the third time this week. (laughs) That is funny. So, yeah, like is it overkill? And then, uh, you know, I agree with you about the target market. Definitely the right market for who has the money, right? The retirement money, the the wealthy, right. uh, you know, retired, whoever, businessmen, doctors, lawyers, whatever you whatever you can do to get get that kind of money. The audience of the young family is interesting, right? Because then, as I mentioned before, you could almost have like a a built in daycare in the neighborhood. That would be kind of awesome to like drop your kids right. off in a safe environment right in your neighborhood, right on your way to work, and know that you can come right back home, pick them up, come over. 
They would have family-friendly activities, you know, things in the clubhouse. Dude, imagine that, like, imagine the, like, knowledge, like, those people would have, like, of your kid. I don't know. Not saying, like, a, like, a normal daycare doesn't know your kid when they walk in or, like, know you as a parent. But I feel like these Disney employees would be, like, I cut his, I cut his pizza in squares like he enjoys it. And then I gave him 2% milk. <laughs> and then I walked him home. And, like, the they would know. too good. Like, they know way more about your kid than you know because, like, it's just <laughs> Disney. And, like, they just are so good. He had a little bit like of a color. longer cough today. Uh, he didn't do that the last four weeks. So, I don't know. I'd get him checked out. Yeah, so I took him to the doctor for you, and we did find out. It's like, it's like you're taking my Don't kid worry. to the doctor. I paid the copay. It's on me. Don't worry about it. It's like, oh my god! So you took my kid to the doctor? <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. So, so. Who, yeah, who knows, man? It, it's an exciting thing because I think it's cool that they're branching out and kind of getting into this residential new market. But I agree. I want to see what these activities are. I want to see what the resident experience is like and if it's overkill with the disney theming and if as we joked you know goofy's on your back porch saying you're out of milk that's <laughs> too much for me but if it's a really like maybe clean high end just right the disney level of service that people are now used to or expect from disney where you live that is kind of a game changer or and then maybe has cool activities like i'm all for the activities and stuff but i think you're right i think it comes down to the theming and the overall look is it gonna be enough to make you puke by month number two or is it gonna be clean and feel like home but with the service of disney and i think time will tell i think you're right i, I wonder how long that time will be because we still don't have tron so <laughs> <laughs> so First order of business, Disney. Build Tron, please. Tron. Just finish uh, it, please. Gosh, stop planning new things. <laughs> but funny. speaking of like, I guess like living places. Whoa, go ahead. Sorry, just one thing I did want to mention. This whole idea and concept of, of Disney building a, a new place, for a residential place, isn't new actually, right? What we're right. describing is Epcot, is the original idea of Epcot. So that's worth noting because, yes, it may seem like Truman Show, which is a funny comparison. And, yes, <laughs> you know, it may be odd at first, but the very idea of Epcot was an actual residential community built by Walt Disney. So I do think that that's kind of cool that they're kind of circling back to that and building a, a, a version of that somewhere else and potentially in 10 years it'll be six versions Normal. across the country yeah. or somewhere yeah so, so just wanted to call that out no i think it's a cool very cool call out i think you're right um but no i just had like one more question i know we said we're going to kind of keep it short here tonight um mm -hmm. speaking of like living in a place or like maybe not ever visiting that um if you could choose one disney park to never visit again Ouch. which one are you choosing Ouch. Yikers. So this is a tough question because as we have said and, and broken down many times on other episodes, each park brings something different. And my, my perception and what I appreciate out of each park is different. So to ask which one I – if I could like walk in today, spend the day there, and never visit again. Yeah. Hmm. I struggle with this because 
really my favorite park is Animal Kingdom, but I think that's good. that would be most people's choice to to be fine without because while we all know it's not the reasoning for most people is probably like it's a glorified zoo, right? right. You can get a similar experience somewhere else. In which case that boils my blood, but we won't get into it. <clears throat> but so I have to stay true to my Animal Kingdom. So I'm not going to say Animal Kingdom. And then you can kind of look at Epcot and you're like, well, you can eat other cuisines anywhere. I can go down the street and have uh, Italian or French or Chinese food or, or wherever. But there's something special about the way that Epcot is set up and the way that the experience is for guests. Dude, you're breaking hearts out here. I know. I'm just really trying to break it down because it's a tough question. You're hurting me asking this. I think Magic Kingdom feels untouchable, but yeah, is it really though? I mean, I'm <laughs> going to ask the hard-hitting questions here. Is it untouchable? It's a great park. It's one of if it is the most iconic park, sorry Disneyland, of Disney's brand. And I don't know. Could I do without going on People Mover again? Maybe. Are so I'm you teasing you guys. I'm thinking? I'm teasing everyone. They're, they're not like, wow, I thought it was Epcot, but now, now it might be Magic <laughs> Kingdom. And then we have Hollywood. The, the, the catch genderless, all. most binary, <laughs> or I guess not binary, genderless non-binary park that doesn't have an identity because it doesn't know what it wants to do so it just keeps throwing stuff into it and doesn't really know what's going on i've never expected anybody to ever describe a disney park that way but (laughs) but it's kind of like kind of accurate i mean it doesn't really know yeah what it wants to identify it as exactly so can i get rid of that because it's it's a lost child but it has all of the most thrill rides, pretty much, right? Like, that's where you're going for the thrills and the fun. So now I'm back to my choice, that long-winded way to get to my choice. And I think if I never had to go into a park again, I think it's going to be Epcot. I think it's a very cool concept. I think it's absolutely a unique one of like one of a kind experience to walk through however many countries I can't think of the top of my head, but in a few hours and really yeah. experience the authentic people and the food and the, the sights and the sounds. But I could travel to Italy. I could travel to Morocco. I cannot travel to space. I cannot travel to Fantasyland, and I cannot travel to Frontierland and ride on those types of things. So that is the reason why I'm choosing Epcot to never visit again if I had to. Thank you for coming wow. to my TED Talk. This question may have just given the most hot takes we've ever had on an episode <laughs> in a while. I'm going to be looking this week and be like, why is our... Why is our listener why, count falling off? Why do we have one? <laughs> why is nobody <laughs> listening to us after this episode? That's funny. Um, I, 
I'm not even going to try and echo anything that you just said, but whatever Ryan just said, just imagine that I repeated the same statements um, <laughs> and gave my breakdown as well. Um, Do you have a for... strong opinion on, on all right, this specific so... I don't want to overshadow that. I want to hear what you got to say. No, no, no. So for me, I, this is going to be like a, probably a hot take too, but I'm going to say Animal Kingdom hands down. Right? Oh, to get it's, rid of. I mean, you're not hesitating. Wow. No. Hands and like, down, he said. And I think, like, you're right. Like, we could travel to all those places, right? But I could take one trip and visit them all. You mm. know what I'm saying? So yep. I think, uh, and I can still get that authentic cuisine and stuff like that. So I think I'm going to keep Epcot just for the experience of like exploring the world. Granted, I do want to actually go to all these places. Yeah, of course. But your boy don't got exploring all these places money right now. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so that's not an option. I know you said like fantasy land and stuff like that. You just can't beat. Um, and I think Hollywood studios is making the biggest run right now of like top notch attractions and like for reverbs sure. and everything. It so definitely they're like the biggest attractions. Yeah. And I think they have the most space and room for like expansion as we're seeing with like galaxy's hotel or whatever it's called. And like that whole area that we keep saying destroy, like when they finally destroy it, it could be something else. So um, for me, I'm just going to say Animal Kingdom, and I don't know, and granted, like, I think Disney does everything right with all their animals, and that it's a great thing, and they're huge on conservation, and huge on paying it back, and everything like that, but Disney fans have focused so hard on the theming of a Splash Mountain ride, that they overlook the fact that Disney literally has, like, 400 animals like not in their native location <laughs> i mean we have a- animals from africa and all these other places in florida and nobody cares but we're pissed that there's a rabbit on a splash mountain ride and we need that changed you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i'm saying hot take of probably the center here is that in the next like 10 to 15 years big statement here like some animal conservation people get involved here enough people speak up against disney and like what they're doing and again they're not doing anything wrong and that's something i want to say they're not but people will find problems with anything so i think and when enough voices are heard disney panics and they make changes so i think if enough people speak up about anything happening in animal kingdom again nothing's wrong but just the fact that they have animals in enclosures and stuff like that whatever that Animal Kingdom is going to panic and Animal Kingdom is going to have to like retheme itself or do away with some stuff or something. Because – so for that reason, I'm choosing Animal Kingdom because if I don't ever have to step foot in it again, it's okay. It's probably going to be leaving. Um, and again, like there's no – literally no news of this leaving. Like don't <laughs> yeah, think you're like, say probably Brett said leaving. it's leaving. Like <laughs> no, source? I'm just saying like I think – Animal Kingdom has the most likelihood of shutting down. Right. It's the most, yeah, I think it's the best way to say it. And again, they don't do anything wrong. I've never heard anything that Disney has done wrong to any of their animals. Right. We don't got SeaWorld over here. They're not keeping Shamu and a two by two tank. Nothing like that. (laughs) Like they do treat their animals fantastic. But I think people eventually are just going to be like upset about something that they're doing with animals and they're going gotcha. to ask for them to be like taken down. I don't know. So that is an insanely hot prediction. 
Let's see if in 10 years it plays out. <laughs> Keep listening to us. See you in 10, 10 years. years. And, you'll, and you'll figure it out. That is awesome. That, well, one, yeah, I guess that's an awesome prediction just because that is something that I would have never said or predicted. I think thinking back to that, if not the entire park or like all of the animals, I, I'm curious if perhaps something similar may happen with one of the like something gets out something leaks an internal employee or like photos of of somebody like kicking a the leg of a tiger which would be risky uh kicking the leg (laughs) of a tiger or something (laughs) like and then of course twitter somebody's gonna blow up and run with it like oh my god look how they treat their animals and we know that that's not the case but you know things snowball and it gets worse and then they're gonna have to be forced to to provide action so i agree with you i could see some sort of controversy happening with an animal kingdom behind the scenes or or something with an animal i don't think i agree that the entire park would shut down within 10 years but i do think that i could totally get on board with the idea that a controversy may come out of of that park and they would change something yeah I think that's probably a better thing. I think I, in the moment, I was just saying stuff. Like, I was, like, in the moment, I was feeling that the hot take. That's hilarious. That's so, awesome. But, yeah, so that's my, that would be my answer. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. But we will call this episode right there. I know we said it's a short episode, and here we are meeting our mark of a normal episode because it is hard to stop a conversation. just get passionate. That is why we do a dose of everything for episodes like this. Um, but everyone, thank you so much for listening every single week. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, a dose of magic podcast, and especially this week coming up because we are going to be looking for guests as well. Um, and always remember just message us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, and we always love hearing back from our fans. So thank you so much, Ryan. Talk thank you, everyone. You.